Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I just hope that you are having a fantastic day. I am really excited for you to join me today because I have an incredible guest. They are a dynamic duo, a married couple that are in a band, Mountains in the Sea, and they just have an incredible story of walking by faith and continuing to take the steps forward of where God has them going. And so I just know that you are going to be so inspired, and I'm excited to have you here today. So enjoy. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Phil and Angela. How are you doing? Great. Thanks so much for having us on. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So you have been traveling in your RV since when how long has it been now um gosh I guess we just hit about three months on this trip and we did a one month trip in May so we were oh kind my of gosh and realizing three that- months already yeah yes, since Kentucky uh, we left, yeah. yeah July 1st and so, so now it's the end of September and um we took yeah. about two weeks to get out to Kentucky um which was still you know gave us a little bit of time but it was it was a pretty quick trip with like taking the rv over and everything it wasn't like just luxury staying at every place you know <laughs> yeah seriously i mean especially if it's like you renovated the rv so it was like new and learning all the nuances of it i grew up camping i even lived in a trailer for a little bit so like i get the like movement and the all the things you have to do so i liked one of your reels you guys did a video of all of the kind of the tasks that Oh yeah. Have yeah. To do. It's definitely like a lot sometimes moving from place to place. So we generally, when we like travel, we like to just do like three or four hours of actual driving because by the time you break everything down, put it all away in the trailer, hitch up, drive a few hours and then unhitch, put it all back together. It takes like a full day of work. I yeah. feel like so. Oh my gosh. Kind of our recipe. For sure. <laughs> Seriously. Well, okay. So I want to go back to the beginning, back to where it all began. Um, so you guys are a married couple. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> and you, you are in a band. You guys do music together. Um, but where did it all begin? How did, did you always know that you wanted to sing? And was it always what it is today? I guess is what I'm asking. Well, honestly, I had to, uh, that, so we were first dating in uh, 2011, right? Yeah. We yeah. actually met online through mutual friends on Facebook and it was oh, we nice. kind of music like we knew that we kind of saw that each other were Christians and I think we had mutual friends from like a bible camp and um I saw that he was a musician and I was kind of interested in him and so I sent him a message and I was like what am I doing you know? she sent me like a, a <laughs> I love it or something yeah. yeah I actually at one point sent him a song I was playing on my ukulele and singing and um I think at that point we kind of really connected yeah I just more. like made my jaw drop and I was like this is so good like are you kidding me <laughs> And so I had to tell her, like, your voice is amazing. She didn't really think so at first. Yeah, I guess, like, for me, it all started, like, I always sang growing up, and uh, music was always, like, a really big part of who I was. But I was mostly singing in choirs and, like, groups. And then um, I just didn't have confidence in myself, like, as my mm-hmm. own voice. And I there was just certain key points, you know, the enemy, like, attacks mm-hmm. what you're called to do. And so I had certain comments when I was growing up and really vulnerable, like, that made me think, oh, I wasn't any good. So I should hide in a choir or something like that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, then I met Bill and he was so encouraging. He was like, no, you should sing. And I'm yeah, like, you're she, crazy. She, I mean, she has an amazing <laughs> voice. Like, yes, I love I mean. it. I love your voice. Oh, I love it. Everyone needs to go um, download on Spotify, download your newest 
single too because it's so good. I love oh, thank all of you. it. Yeah. Yeah. So so how did it adapt into what um, Mountains in the Sea? So I had been playing music for I don't know way too many years already, but he was playing tone like before we even met and as like a solo artist. Yeah. And um then we met and we started playing like cover gigs together mm-hmm. for several years. And we were just called like Phil and Ange or the Lamb Band. We just yeah, kept we had, <laughs> I like that the lamb band yeah Yeah. and then we had a uh a band called the South Hill while we were having our two girls during that time period and um it was kind of like an indie rock band which was fun yeah it was with um, some friends and we actually weren't the lead singers of that band it was a friend of ours but we got to play with friends and it was a really cool dynamic for a few years there and then everybody kept having babies and it became harder and harder to get five people together for like band practice yeah absolutely and did you always so from the beginning did you always uh seeing Christian music or was it it's it's just a, a collective of different songs um so I always did like songs that um were, were definitely not ungodly you know uh, but I would do secular songs with like when I play out at places because I'd play all over the place you know going to different like yeah. music venues or wherever it would be and um you know uh, it'd be like our songs would definitely have godly influence into all of it and it would have like maybe lyrics kind of like how we write now it's not always necessarily like what you'd hear necessarily in church um but if you pay attention to the lyrics it's very like from scripture and I love that um, yeah a lot of times people will get so blessed by it and they don't even know there's like something there's something there what is that you know I love uh, that it's from the heart yeah and it's just like that's just light for you though you know Mm -hmm. like godly light really just brings peace to the soul and um, so yeah we did that more and more together as we kept um, growing this we kept kind of coming back to the concept of shouldn't like you know godliness and godly music also be in the mainstream why should it only be like a subcategory of music and so we kind of wanted to bring light to like stuff here on the radio because it's just most of it's so dark and it's just like not saying uh, christian music's like subpar necessarily no no. No, but there definitely is a tone like like if you walk into a store you you know instantly if it's christian music or not because there's just that like i don't know maybe it's the same lyrics similar tone but that's why i love that you guys do something so unique but i feel like as a creative and as an artist how did you find your identity i guess per se in that when you could have gone secular and made it you know like how do you stay true to to what you know you need to do Honestly, it's um, just a walk with God, really, <laughs> because yeah. um, we it, there's been a lot of trial and error through the years of it, and we tried to do the secular route somewhat, and there's so much spiritual suppression and battle going on there constantly. Honestly, like you go into really dark music venues or wherever, like I was saying, and it's like you can just feel the the clashing, you know, as soon as you walk in there, and then the entire show, it's like it is a battle. It's a spiritual war that, that yeah. we like the warfare we have to deal with for any believer walking around it's like we know it's true yeah absolutely and uh, And your voice is your your weapon that's right yeah for for us too like we just both like independently even before we met each other we had committed to we just want to serve the lord you know and that was like our foundation of it and so like for him to be calling us into more of a like a different genre of music or something um that's always been our foundation that we come back to you know like it that's the purpose for us and not um, I mean, we could just make random music, you know, we could, yeah. we yeah. could make this like 
easy hits that are just like go, go to the club or whatever you know like it's easy to do but we just want to have more meaning something different yeah, yeah we want to offer something with more meaning for sure so yeah and how has how has the people you have kept around you influenced that because I think it's so easy to get caught up especially you know when you first started and when just for speaking to young people too right now who you know have a gift of worship or song but yet you know I think just in general actually in our own adult life like who we keep around us in influences the directions that we go. So how has that impacted you in, in being encouraged to continue on or discouraged depending on the season of life? Yeah, I think definitely like having voices that do encourage you and finding those people that champion you is really important. I think that's something that we've even found through social media, like voices that are, you know, encouraging you to go out on a limb for God and like follow what he's telling you to do are so helpful because a lot of times even like people that are close to you might not fully get what you're trying to do, you know, and they won't mean to be against it or anything like that, but it could just be like a doubt kind of thing. And so I don't know, definitely. Um, do you have anything to add? <laughs> oh, I mean, it really, like you were saying, it really, people that are, you're surrounded by definitely do influence you a lot more than you realize most of the time yeah, too. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, when we both started, we both were kind of attacked on like, just, oh, you're not really good enough. You're not going to really try to go do music, are you? That's like, that's not a real career, you know? Like, <laughs> and there's many years of that. And or don't you, know, don't, you know, you'll get messed up by the industry and all that. You know, there's right, a lot yeah. of like question there. I'm sure you experienced yeah. that going on TV. Like, yeah. oh, it's going to mess you up, you know? And, and yeah, or change you or, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, which it can, but not when you yeah. have a foundation in Christ. So right, yeah. and sometimes it's people not even meaning to cut you down, like people that love you very much. And sometimes it's just like their words that they say. They don't realize how how deep it really does cut, you know. Oh, absolutely. It's usually those closest to you. I feel like it's like the ones, you know, you the best that are like, say it so bluntly. And you're just like, that wasn't very encouraging right there. (laughs) But I think also just taking that and learning how to grow from those situations as well, because um, that's just life, you know, people say things and it hurts and you have to just kind of pick yourself back up and just like, try, try again, keep going, you know? Yeah. I think the key there too, is just being confident in what, you know, God has told you to do or what he's working on your heart to do, because like, if you're sure on that, then you're not going to let somebody's other voice like stop you, you know, but that's where you got to get really clear on what, the calling is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the right yeah, way to that's, say that. That's true. Yeah. And so you guys headed to the revival, which I, I it looked so amazing. How did yeah, that, was, how yeah. did that really, go with Jesse Green and everyone? Oh, it was really fun. Wonderful. And it was wild. It was just like all these people from different backgrounds and there was a lot of mud and it was hot. <laughs> there was so much mud. It was crazy. I know, so much mud. I bet your girls, did your girls love it or were they like, uh, yeah. I'm really dirty. <laughs> One pair of shoes for my youngest our youngest we had to just throw away it was like yeah. sneakers that were just like mud was just caking the whole thing oh, i mean oh, it, it got so muddy that people were just losing shoes as you walk through like, oh. it would just get like sucked into the mud pretty much you know that was awesome but it was really wonderful i mean it was just really cool i think by the end of the thing we saw so much unity and just people came together as like a family like yeah. so many different people from different backgrounds kind of left all of the differences behind and we're united and just wanting to see revival and be a part of it. And yeah. It was really cool. I mean, it was like every 
every background of Christianity, really. But really, that's what it should come to is we should have unity in Christ, you know, in the spirit and like really not be so more divided than like we are, you know, like I feel like the church attacks each other more than uh, than unbelievers a lot of times. You that know? is but, right. I know yeah. it's like the criticism and the judgment is is off the charts right now. Yeah, but that's really cool to be able to see the unity happen and just deliverance and healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And there was just cool. so much love there. And, um, you know, we I didn't, didn't even realize I was going to be on the worship team like until we were like <laughs> on the way there. I was like, OK, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome the band had never played with each other before like not anybody uh, had played with each other I don't think and it was amazing it was just God because like we had maybe an hour or two to practice and we were just like so close-knit and like completely on with each other by the time we started and it was just like so cool that came out yeah that's so cool and that's so cool that you just took the leap of faith to go out there you know what I mean to just take what you have and what you can do to to also minister with your voice and and use that and just go so what would your advice be to to those who know that that's their calling but are maybe afraid or unsure of how to start oh man it's definitely a leap so we've like I feel like we've done this in our lives in increments like one of the leaps was me quitting my full-time job that was like a really stable job and then like going into full-time music and then another leap was us like buying the RV and another leap was us like going to Kentucky you know these things that were just like we weren't totally 100% sure I'll say that you know it was like we we knew that was on our hearts we thought that was the direction so we just went for it getting getting quiet and praying about it you know like that's always the best thing you can do like really any choice and decision you know but you're always going to have like some doubt kind of like are you sure you know and so the thing that we've discovered is just God's so good and he's just gonna be there to help you so just go for it yeah yeah so just for the instance of like whenever we decided to get the RV like we had talked about RVs before but it wasn't like a oh we're gonna do this for sure someday kind of thing you know yeah (laughs) and uh, then one day like both of us just on our own accord we're just like we need, I, we need to get an RV. And like, we both started, said the same thing to each other. It was like, okay, I guess we're going to do this. And we were like, so all in on it that we were like, we're going to do this for God. We're just going to sell our house and just go all out. And um, it was just incredible because we actually told our families and everything, like, we're going to just sell our house and go. And they were like, what? You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well anyone who's thinks with their logical mind can't comprehend yeah. like leaps of faith. And so, right. yeah. It's often against logic. I'll say that yeah. for sure. But for yeah. us, the Lord was just incredible that he worked it out to where we didn't have to end up selling the house after all. And wow. We, uh, so yeah. Good. So we had like a home base to go back to and, but worked it out. We paid our mortgage off and we were able to just go out and do this because I think wow. just because you make those wild faith decisions sometimes, you know, you just step out on the things that you really just trust it's him telling you to do and just go for it. Like go all in for him. Yeah, that's so good. And so what are you guys doing now? You're, you're traveling through, you're in New Mexico now and you've been traveling since Kentucky. How fun I know we that. just like went yeah. to Kentucky and we're like, well, now we're out super far, like from Washington state. So let's <laughs> just do, let's just follow the Lord wherever he wants us to go next. This was kind of our thing. Like all right, God, just show us where you want us to go. We just want to serve you. And so we've been able to go like to lots of different places and it's been kind of different in every place, like what we've been able to do to serve. But we went through like 
Arkansas. We've gone through Texas, mm-hmm. and now we're just making our oh, way Oklahoma, west. Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. yeah, we went through a lot of different places in Texas, which was cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really cool. How have you seen your family strengthened by these choices that you made? Honestly, it's been so cool to me as a mom, like how God is just like taking care of the girls, our two daughters too. Like, so you know, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, are they going to miss out on stuff because we're going to be on the road for a long time? But honestly, they've made so many new friends. They've had a crazy amount of like new experiences. We've gone to like children's museums and like, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. No, they've been yeah, I've seen your photos and like every yeah. iconic like landmark <laughs> you guys are making. So that's so cool. <laughs> Though to like see so much firsthand, they're getting a feel for like the country, the map of all the states and stuff. And it's just been neat. Like he's really done just extra special things to bless them. I think one day we were waiting to meet with someone um in Texas and we just were like well let's walk in a couple of these boutiques while we're here and we go in and this first place we go in this sweet lady that owns a boutique is like oh would you would your girls like a couple bracelets for free and gives them like some Aww. sparkly little bracelets they were like really nice just, bracelets though yeah, cool. yeah, yeah you're like uh you don't want money for these okay. uh, no, yeah. <laughs> just little bracelets but just little things like that along the way god's just like blessed them too which really has like set my heart at ease as mom because you know you want to make the best choices for your kids too but absolutely it's yeah. been cool to see how like it can be the best thing for our whole family and he can like bless all of that. And we, we ask him too, like, are you enjoying the trip? You still having fun? And uh, honestly, almost every time it's just like, yeah, we love it. You know, it's oh, like, they're just, oh, that's so cute. Fun, this so. is going to be their, I mean, this is going to be their memories for life. Yeah. And who knows, like that, the leap of faith that you guys made is also going to make an impact on how they view taking leaps of faith. So, so that's yeah. so cool for you guys too. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So what's on the agenda moving forward for you guys? And, and where do you see yourselves able to, to, to minister through your worship and your, um, we've actually been praying a lot about it on this trip and just like getting more clarity into like next year. And I think our first, our next thing is going to be finishing our next album um, yeah. that we've oh. had a lot of things that like God gave us years ago and we've been sitting on, he had us like wait to release them. And we just kept knowing it like wasn't time yet for a couple of years now. Oh. And then lo and behold, like everything goes crazy. And so now, <laughs> now we're like, oh, okay. Some of these songs are really fitting now. So it's like, cool. yeah. I mean, we've held on to actually one of the, the first song we wrote in mountains in the sea is like the one that we're going to release next, I think is the wow. so we've been kind of holding on that one. I think we tried to record it like, because I, I actually produce our music and everything. And, oh, that's um, cool. We've tried recording this about five or six times, maybe seven. No, and, uh, <laughs> it finally is just like coming out right. It's just, I believe it's the timing for it. And it's it's just time to put it out there. So yeah, we're excited about that. And multiple songs that are going to be on this album are kind of like that, actually. Yeah, so I think we're going to spend like the winter, like finishing up the album. We're going to be back home with family, get to spend the holidays there. And then... Um, really looking forward to booking some kind of again like going out and touring but right. maybe not like a traditional like musician tour we'll see what God opens up for us but we'd really like yeah. to be able to encourage people like all throughout the country and take another big trip again so yeah I was kind of <laughs> laughing because when you first asked that question because people keep asking us like where are you guys going we're just like we don't know <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like wherever God directs that's us to gotta go. be so freeing though I think for some people they would be so anxious but I guess when you're you know when you're trusting the Lord it's it's freeing because you know that he has a bigger plan 
And it's really, it's really cool to hear how, how many times you have just either waited on the Lord or you're just truly, truly following his lead. So it's really encouraging. I feel like I'm still learning it too. Like every time it comes to that point, I'm still like, wait, are we really just trusting the Lord here? You know, it's like, you have to be reminded every time like, oh yeah, he was faithful last time. Oh yeah. He was faithful the other time. you know, you get impacted by stuff you see in the world and you're like, and okay, we're really doing this. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it comes down to like the day or two before to where we get like direction of where we're going and everything. Wow. And, and you know, sometimes you're like second guessing yourself, like, is this what we need to be doing? Cause like going from Kentucky to Arkansas, it was like this big thing with all these thousands of people. And then we went to Arkansas. It was like, that's where I grew up actually. Oh, cool. And, uh, so yeah, but there was like, it was definitely a smaller, more intimate thing, but it was very important for us to go there. And there was some yeah. great things that were accomplished there. It was like, okay, well, this, that was exactly it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I mean, it's, you're, you're allowing him to move where, where he needs to through you. And that's yeah. a great example of how we all should be living in faith. Well, if, if we will, if we trust God, you know, it's like, Hey, we got to take those leaps of faith. That's just, yeah, that's just it. I think that's like just one thing about being on the road. It like, it's the same leaps of faith. Like we would have taken at home, but they're just like more frequent. So I feel like you can maybe bigger, but like, I don't know. We did some big leaps of faith at home at times, but when you're on the road, it's like, man, every day you got to figure out what you're doing and where you're going. It's like a habit. Forced out of your comfort zone, but it kind of helps you to, to like get to the right answer a lot of times because you're not just sitting there like, well, this is comfortable and easy or something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I have a question just because I can't like, just think imagining my family and me and Chris, like confined (laughs) into a small space and, you know, like directions and both of us needing to be right. Um, I feel like (laughs) for Chris and I, um, it would probably cause a little few, you know, some arguments or whatnot, but how have, how has this either strengthened or made you see each other in a different light? Do you want to start? Uh, yeah, honestly, like, <laughs> I think first off, we're just really unique as a married couple because we just yes. love being together all the time. And, we were both working from home before this, like together in the same house. And so I think we got really used to being in each other's space all the time. So yeah. that was like a good training for this. Yeah. And we've worked together on bands and stuff for so many years, which honestly that can cause a lot of like fights and marital problems for a lot of people too. So we had to be very, very like proactive of communicating and like, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Throughout those years too. So that <laughs> yeah, totally. Sorry. I just like jumped. No, in but you're absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's right. And, uh, uh, it, it's definitely not for everybody to do as you know like a married couple or even like especially like having kids in the mix doing that because yes. you know, we, we do have like uh, our bedroom does slide closed at night so we're able to like have a little oh. bit of privacy of like okay. watching like a projector back there which is really nice you know but yeah <laughs> but uh you know like the, the majority of the time though we are kind of all in the same space but it helps us kind of get outside do more things like that and honestly our relationship has really grown more from doing it all though I think we've like um kind of found each other's roles like at least for traveling you know we have like our what's it called specialization of labor I did economics back in the day oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) like when we're gonna leave somewhere I'm in charge of like most of the inside stuff put everything away make sandwiches 
he's outside doing the tanks, the dirty work, thank goodness. <laughs> and like the heavy yeah, things. <laughs> but it works out well to kind of just like we try to communicate, have the expectations of what we're each gonna handle and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's helps. really good. Cause then there's but not gonna be the oh, you didn't take out the trash or all of that stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, honestly, like uh cleaning up and everything's easier though because it gets dirty faster, but yeah. at the same time clean up that much faster too, you know. True. And, yeah, true. You realize <laughs> that you don't need so much. That's so, so true. true. Yeah. It's simplified yeah. life in a lot of ways. And I honestly at home I feel like I kept busy with like, well, I have this laundry I've been putting off, or I have this task I've been putting off. I should work on that when I have downtime. Here it's like there's places there's that sorry there's places I can't even do laundry because there's no laundry room like yeah. parts so I'm like okay I can't do that today and then if I have like nothing else to do I'm like wow I actually just have like quiet time like that's bizarre and that's uncomfortable for me because I'm kind of like a busy person yeah. like I want to keep busy on everything my whole life and yeah. so that's taught me to like it's okay to just like read a book or yeah. slow down something. a little bit yeah I think one of the toughest yeah. things was probably um learning to slow down especially whenever you like have a deadline to get out of somewhere too though like so it's yeah. like you have to kind of slow down and not get stressed out about things and plan accordingly but sometimes it's like oh no we really have to get out of here by 11 o'clock out of the, whatever uh place we're staying in you know yeah. and so you're like trying to hitch up your truck and everything like that and so like you have to work as a team and not get frustrated not get frustrated times. I feel like that's where it is. that's where <laughs> yeah. it is that's key yeah, absolutely. And just kind of like loving each other and, you know, yeah. just not just blowing up at any kind of occasion, you know, like we. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are so cute um, because you did work together at home beforehand. That's what, you know, many, many, many couples have had to do. Um, what's some pieces of advice that would be tangible for people to, to maybe do within their, their marriage and their life, um, now, because so many people are working from home together in the same space. I would say one thing for me is like, stay sweet on each other because we've worked together so much as like, even like business partners and so many different things. It's really easy to just take on the role of like, Oh, we're coworkers, you know, and you don't realize it, but like suddenly you're just not really like acting like a married couple, you know? So Mm -hmm. we've like tried to prioritize like time together and just, it's like, like a mindset too, you know, but just staying yeah. sweet on each other. And you know, <laughs> everybody, and I like that. Like, that's my, like, I feel like my mom or somebody says that. Right. Like, <laughs> but it's really true. And, uh, you know, something that is really important is, you know, everybody has those days where you're just kind of in a bad mood or something like that, or you're not mm-hmm. feeling great or whatever. And just le- remember to be patient and, um, you know, still just not get mad and lash out or something like that. And, um, it's, it's really important just to, like she said, love on each other and do little extra things just to kind of go out of your way to bless, you know, each other, like do things for each other. So I think that's pretty important too. Yeah. That's really great. And it's a great example for your girls to see (laughs) they're right there. huh? How cute. We were like, you can have some quiet time in your books and they're like, (laughs) That's so cute. Oh, I love that. Oh, I bet they're just having like such a blast. They're good. They're good girls. They've become a lot closer on the trip too. I think they've become each other's best friends more so. I love that. And um, what are their ages again? Four and six. Four and six. Okay. Cute. Yeah, it's been cool too to see just how 
they've had to get out a lot more. And so like they've started using their imaginations more and kind cool. of like playing outside more and you going know, just, flow, yeah, right? going with the flow a lot easier. Yeah. It's been great. In a lot well, I mean, it's in our boredom that creativity takes place because if we're preoccupied, there's no room for creativity. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's something well, that's been this trip too is like certain times you know we pray about it and we're like yeah let's stay at this place for several days or something and then we get there and we're like why are we here like there's nothing to do here and those are the times that we've like written a song or something yeah. you know, oh, i love that just like slow down and get a little bit bored and be like yeah i guess i'll work on this <laughs> and it's been kind of cool to like have that time carved out too yeah actually that last song that you were talking about that we released was one of the product of one of those times it yeah, was just kind of like yeah we were out this really windy forest at this place in Oregon called uh have you ever heard of Cape Blanco it's a real small small I town I haven't but I should I live in Oregon yeah it's, it's like the westernmost point of Oregon I think the United States actually and it's so windy there because of that it's like right on the coast and oh, so I'm really, gonna have to go check it out yeah you'll have to go it's so it's windy just, there I mean there's a lot of cool driftwood there I'll say yeah um, oh cool but, Cape yeah, um, one of these like we stayed in the state park up there and the trees were just like blowing like crazy <laughs> you're like is beautiful. this gonna fall down i don't know yeah that. exactly <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we uh, ended up just there for a week and we were like well let's just write a song and it just kind of popped out and we just didn't so like good. use the original vocals for all that while we were there and everything so that's pretty cool. so cool that's so cool that you can record too and because you produce it right so you know how to do all this stuff yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, i have no i have no idea about music so like i'm like i don't really know what you do i just <laughs> no i just know it sounds I feel really good all right, yeah, it's i like, feel that way about like you designing the wedding dresses i'm like oh yeah really fun, but i have no idea like what you actually do and how you draw it and everything yeah. it's cool I know yeah, that's, that's why it's so cool to see other people's like gifts and skills and talents and to encourage one another with, with those, you know, to truly come together and build the kingdom together. Yeah. Well, I mean, how the body of Christ should work, you know, like we all have our things that we bring to the table. So that's so right. Yeah. And I feel like this just popped in my head, but I feel like it's also very hard as creatives though, to like, I feel like self-doubt, I don't know about for you, but for me, self-doubt was always a thing in the back of my mind. And same as um, you, Angela, like I felt yeah. like the enemy attacked my voice like from the age of like three, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh um, but I think one of the hardest things for people nowadays, especially, you know, a younger generation is comparison. Yeah. So how, how do you continue to stay confident in what you're doing and what you're putting out without noticing what everyone else is doing? Cause I think that's the hardest part. That is a tough thing. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I, I have to say as musicians, like the comparison and the competition is like really fierce. I mean, yeah. it's been, it's been like a really interesting journey for us to, we've even submitted our music to like critic type stuff and Ooh. the feedback you get, it just like, I mean, this is like you pouring your soul into like your music baby, you know? And then the feedback is harsh and you're like, oh my gosh, like oh, it really took no. us a while to get more of a thick skin. And I think that's something that you can develop though, is you can start to have have a little bit more of a thick skin against like criticism and stuff just kind of let it brush off yeah. easier you know yeah. yeah and as far as comparison I don't know do you have any input on that you know try not to compare yeah <laughs> it's like, hard. It's I feel like hard. maybe it's more of a, a I don't know actually I would love to know your opinion Phil like I feel like it is very much a woman 
like trait. Like we, we want to, you know, we see what someone else is doing and we want to do that or better. And so comparison is a very big thing because from a very young age, society has pitted us against each other. But for a, for a man, what do you feel comparison or is there another emotion that you feel when you are creating and putting stuff out? Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, I, there definitely is that comparison thing there for me too. Um, it's, I I think honestly, I'm different than a lot of guys, I guess too, but I think honestly, this would happen with any musician because, or any kind of, uh, art industry like that as well, you know, where you, like Ange said, you pour your heart and soul into one of these things and you want to think like, this is the best there is, but you're your own worst critic at the same time too. So anything that somebody says that you kind of think may not be the best about it is going to like, be like, Oh, I'm so horrible. Like, voice. it's like, you know, and you're sitting there thinking like, I hope my voice is good enough on this. And then like, um, you know, it just makes you feel like, well, I'm just complete dirt. Why do I even try? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but you have to just stop those thoughts really. Yeah. And you just got to keep trying. Like, I mean, sometimes yeah. you do have areas to grow and like, maybe it's true. Like some yeah. of the things they've said and that's what we've, <laughs> like, we've had to just find, you know, take the good from that and try to improve and keep growing. And it's been like a long journey for sure. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think also with all the comparison stuff online, like so much stuff online is fake. So much stuff on social media is the numbers are inflated. Uh, So if you're comparing yourself against somebody who's just cheating anyway, like that's not really a fair comparison. Mm -hmm. So I think people Mm -hmm. need to realize that like, um, what was that documentary we watched? Fake Famous, I think on HBO. Oh, I didn't see that. Is it good? Really interesting. Um, They took three people and just started them from a really small social media following, just faked the whole thing, made it a big following. And then they saw how people changed, how they responded to them, what opportunities they got. And they were problem that is nowadays, because like, especially with music, we know like a lot of people pad their numbers and stuff. And we don't, we don't want to do that because it's like, we don't want to cheat. That's not authentic. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, so many people do it, actually. The more you look into it, it's yeah. kind of like, they it, it do? just like that's that. so terrible. So they buy followers, <laughs> followers, yeah. streams. I mean, it's it's rampant in music as they much pay as for likes, all of it. People realizing that too is important that like, don't get too hard on yourself because um, yeah. being your authentic self is more important than just like buying a fake following or something like that or mm-hmm. fake numbers because like you're yeah. always going to know that too in the back of your mind. You know, we didn't yeah. want to live with that burden of like, this is fake. You right. know, it just makes you question everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it's yeah. like, well, especially when you're coming from a heart place, you know, like you yeah. want God to move. And if you're buying following followers, you're, you're putting it in your own will, you know, like you're doing, you're doing what you're supposed to be trusting God for. (laughs) And sometimes people try to just justify it. Like, well, it will get me started or something like that, you know? And it's just like, it really hurts everybody when, when you're doing that, honestly, like people yeah, that are absolutely. striving and like, you know, we, we put our all into trying to like move forward with this so that we can do this and in, in like a real way for God. And it, so you, we have seen plenty of people we know that have actually done that, you know, and it's like, we, we know exactly what's going on and then they get like this deal or something, you know, like some cool thing. And we're just kind of like, Oh, like, you know, it makes you think like, Oh, That's maybe we should have done yeah, that's the Yeah, Yeah, that's got to be hard. That's where it would be in like, oh, well, we, should we do this? Right. That's yeah. the temptation. But honestly, we just keep coming back to you. Look, God's big enough to do it the real way, you know? And it's like, if he wants us to get some opportunity, he'll open it up. You know, that's and in his time, because in time, that opportunity yeah. that you want, you may not be ready for. So it's mm-hmm. like, 
he knows when you when you need it and that's when right that's and right. also back on your question that you were saying about guys too I don't think I fully answered that but like, oh yeah <laughs> you know I think a lot of times guys just don't verbalize it even though there is like definitely a, a comparison game they're like oh this guy's got such big muscles and all that kind of stuff whatever you know oh, like yeah. there's so many things like mm -hmm. that and um, I think a lot of guys are actually afraid to even like speak up about it a lot of times even too. Because it sounds um, like weakness or something. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, but it's definitely there for sure. But um, not downgrading how I think it's probably more so even worse for women, um, especially young women growing up and like everything being in this digital age, of, like all the fashion and all the things like you see all these. All um, the like, influencers with like filters yeah. and. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so. What a yeah. crazy, crazy world we live. <laughs> it's crazy, but you know, it's crazy. We do our best. We're going to spread some light the best we can. That's right? Right. Yeah. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. And everyone needs to go download your music and go follow them on Instagram. Can you tell everyone where they can download the music and where to follow you? Sure. Um, so our band name is Mountains in the Sea, and we are on Instagram at MTNS like abbreviation for mountains in the sea. And um, you can also find our music on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, like all the major online outlets, I would say. Yeah, so go check them out. And thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to, to chat. And to Thanks so much for having us. Yes, yeah. of course, of course. Aren't they just the cutest? I adore their story, but I also just adore their relationship and how they put God first in their marriage, in their family, and in their career. And so I just hope that you are also blessed by this episode. I would just want to leave you with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for all that you have done in our lives and all that you are doing. We pray, Father God, for the doors to open that need to open and for the doors to close that we do not need to walk through. We pray for strength in our faith, strength in our discernment to know the direction that you have for us, Father. We pray, Lord God, for that peace and that understanding, and we just pray for just life to fill us to the fullest as we take these steps of faith as we continue to walk in the path that you have for us. And I just pray, Father God, over everyone listening, I pray that you just cover them in peace and comfort right now and just fill them with that purpose. And if there's a dream that they have been sitting on, Father, I pray for you to light that fire within them to bring it back to life, Lord. We just thank you for this day. We pray, Father God, for just joy and joy in our hearts and joy in our lives and joy in our families and thank you God so very much thank you all for joining me today I always look forward to this I always look forward to connecting and just being able to talk with some really encouraging uplifting people it has just been an honor and so I just want to thank you guys for continuing to come back listening to some faith-based messages and don't forget to follow on instagram at heart of purpose podcast i also have prayer doves on instagram which i post prayers daily and we have some really exciting things happening with prayer doves so if you love the prayers at the end of every episode or you just want to start learning how to pray more or you want to give a prayer to someone else, then please stay tuned to Prayer Doves because I have some really cool cards coming out that I just know you are going to love. And it's really been a heart project. And so I'm excited for all that God is doing. And I just want you guys to know how grateful I am um, 
for you guys to be continuing to support me in all my endeavors. And so I love you guys so very much and just have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye guys.